Hey guys, welcome back to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by ZealCigars.com, your number one place to find all your cigar needs on the interwebs. So uh, today we have kind of an interesting topic. I didn't want to yell and scream at you in, in the intro. What I wanted to do is actually just be very, very calm because the person that we're talking about today is very, very calm, cool, and collected almost every time that he talks. I can't ever imagine the guy being aggressive or mad in the sense where I would be mad and be like, you know, aggressive and show aggression and stuff like that. He always seems laid back like he has a plan for whatever comes his way. And, of course, we're talking about the brand-new billionaire owner of Twitter.com, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. So we're going to be talking about Elon Musk today. And, uh, again, if you have any questions, comments, and or insults, go ahead and email that to us at Cut Light Smoke Podcast, all one word, Cut Light Smoke Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. That's Cut Light Smoke Podcast at gmail.com. And with that said, let's just jump into it, dude. So what's the... uh, What's, what's the news, dude? I mean, Elon Musk now owns Twitter, and he's cleaning house. Have you heard anything on the news recently? Oh, yeah, dude. He's, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, for somebody that's a billionaire, I don't think if you ever, if you ever, like, actually lived to be a part of his life, like, if you went and lived with, like, a day in the life of a billionaire with Elon Musk, yeah, I think it would be crazy what you would see because I don't think, I don't think, as many billionaires, I'm not going to say, uh, let me be careful on how I say this because billionaires definitely work harder. They wouldn't be billionaires. Yes. But this dude operates on a whole nother level and a whole nother set of gears that people just don't have. Uh, do you think that, or do you think he's just been incredibly lucky at in what he's done? No. You just think, you don't think, you don't think he's, you think he's like, I mean, obviously he's a so genius. How, how many people do you know still succeed with a company that is uh, m- multiple and multiple years showing debts? Big debts. Um, lots of billionaires. I well, mean, lots of yeah, because well, they can that. afford to do it. Yeah, but. yeah. So it's a little different. It's a little so, different for billionaires than it is for the average guy. So, but does he live like a billionaire to you? Uh, That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, yes. Have you seen what he owns? I mean, well, I mean the bro owns some serious merchandise and okay. some serious like real estate. Okay. I mean, but it's, but here's, but here's I don't the, ever see him doing any of that stuff. No, I see him working. No, no, he's, and I think that's one of the things that I think that he's done. So, so Elon Musk, how old is he? Do you know? Uh, I believe he is in his fifties, isn't he? He was born in, uh, we're looking up on Google as we talk. 71. So he was oh, okay. 51. 51. Okay. Just a little older than I am. So, uh, Here's something that, that's interesting because we, we've talked about social media and we're going to be talking about social media with Elon Musk now in the mix because he now owns one of the largest social media outlets, if you would, that are out there, Twitter. He bought it for $44 billion, you know, if I'm correct in the stats, but uh, and he came in and he's cleaning house. So what's fascinating is is how generations view social media and their influence and then how a billionaire views social media and its influence yeah. or its ability to add value to people's lives or to correct truth or to do certain things like that. So I think it's really interesting and because social media by nature was owned, okay, by primarily everybody who leans left, very, very left of center, if you would. So most of the people working in social media as we as we had it, whether it be Facebook, uh, YouTube, Google, I mean, every, everything you can imagine you know, Instagram, you know, the uh, TikTok, those guys are, I mean, TikTok's owned by, you know, part of part of uh, the Chinese Communist Party, if you would. So, I mean, so in, in that in that regard, I mean, you've seen those videos, right, where they're sitting in Congress and they're asking the questions very clearly of TikTok's representative here in the U.S. And he says, are you part of the, you know, the communist regime in uh, China? And he, he won't answer it straight. He just never does. Well, wasn't yeah. that part of the whole thing when when Trump was in office with TikTok? Was he they had to be bought, and I thought it was the whole company, but maybe it was just part of part of the company had to be owned by, um, had to be purchased by like a U.S. subsidiary or something like that because he didn't want the app to be completely owned by by yes, China. Yes, and I don't know what those stats are now. I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't have know. a clue. And I, it's it's interesting because I think that's something that um that Musk brings to the table now. With, uh, you know, bringing free sp- speech back to being free. Well, you know, and he's 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 really big on that. He's really big on facts. Well, and it's you funny know. you mentioned TikTok mm-hmm. because what I what I was seeing the other day, actually yesterday or this morning, 
Um, there's rumors that he he's digging into the old source code of the old uh, uh, app Vine. Oh yeah. So there's rumors that if he can dig through that source code, they're talking about like rewriting the code for Vine and putting it back up. That's something great. that would link with Twitter, kind of the same way that like TikTok and Instagram. Link. And I heard that he's planning on doing a YouTube like platform. See, okay, so let me ask you this before we get into like more about Elon specifically, right? Okay, go for it. His move to buy Twitter, obviously like big dick on the table move, right? Sure, dude, absolutely. Big dick on the table, absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Was that, was that the right platform right now for him to go after it, for the reasons that he went after it? Okay, so so here's the question. What are the reasons he went after it? So uh, I would say that most of it is he was seeing, you know, the freedom of speech being attacked. You know, and 100%. somebody from South Africa. It's kind of funny, you know. But it's it's you find cheap. you find people that actually have worked really hard and, and and come from other countries that end up being some of the ones that are standing up and fighting for the stuff that that we are free for. Oh, hundred percent. Because they dude. respect it and they understand Le- it because they didn't have it. Legal immigrants, legal ones, have gone through the process and everything are the most patriotic people people you're ever going to find. A hundred percent. Meanwhile, we have we have Gen Z graduating and they have no idea at all where how many continents there are who when the country was founded i mean you see these you see these other instagrams or tiktoks where uh another gen zer goes up to another gen zer you know like a 20 something and he asks him basic historical questions yeah of the u.s and i don't know if that's the public schools or parents not not doing their job just saying like hey here's some history that you got to know things like that and then all of a sudden the kid has no idea what you know who was the who was the first president of the united states right they they can't even answer george washington you know, I mean, th- things like things are very simple. Jay Leno did that way back in the eight, like nineties and the eighties with that, right? Well, oh, yeah, went, people always yeah. do that too with like where they're out on the street right, and they're right, out right, there. They're right. saying they're taking surveys. You know, I don't know sure. how much of that's you know actual data. But now but. It's, it's a brand new, it's a brand new thing. You know, in a huge, huge community that watches it on YouTube, and you just see the comments, man. So everyone from saying it's unfair or something like that. So, but I would definitely say that legal, legal, legal immigrants here are some of the biggest patriots you're ever going to find for the U.S. Well, and it's. What's interesting to me is, like, I, I understand the power play to, to grab Twitter, right? And, and a lot of that had to do with um, them shutting people's accounts down and and then being kind of controlling of what people were seeing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like, like, as big as Twitter is, I felt like he should have bought YouTube. There's no way he could because YouTube's connected with Google. There's, there's not enough money to buy. We're talking probably talking about trillions at that point. There's no way to buy. There's no way to buy Google. Yeah, you can start a competing company, and if you're smart like Elon Musk, you will. You know, you start a competing company that can start taking away and start. I mean, it's it's what what I what I hope doesn't happen. I don't think it will now because I think what's what's growing in our country. If if our country was completely divided, okay, and if it everyone says we're all we're all divided and everything else like that, I don't know necessarily because there there's now a big a big push for like. You know, I'm an independent. I'm independent. I'm independent. You don't want to side with either party because both have lied to you and both are kind of scummy at the, in their own regards for what they want to do. And so as a result of that, you know, regardless if I lean right or left, you've got a big independent. I mean, Arizona, a third of our voters are registered as independents. A third of our state. That surprises me, state. actually. Yeah. yeah, a third of our state. Well, we used to be a red state. And then everyone from California came in. And I, and I don't know. I don't know if that's because, you know, um, they came here and they don't want to. They don't want to side with Republicans. Or they don't want to, you know, you know, get labeled as Democrats. And then so they say independent. I don't know, but I mean, it's it's tremendous amounts of people who moved here. Halloween last night in my neighborhood was just one of the busiest nights I've ever seen in our neighborhood because our neighborhood grew like crazy in the last two years. See, tons of people moved in. See, in um, the neighborhood I was in was dead, and it's usually really busy. That I don't. I like don't know. Leftover candy. Dead. Oh wow. Yeah, we had we had a little bit leftover candy, but we had like six bags. I had a bunch of buddies come over yeah. like that, so we we're sitting around a you know, bonfire or whatever, and uh, out front giving out candy to kids. Um, but uh, it was you know Money Guy Dale that mm-hmm. we had on the show at one point. He had a great idea. He made a kid. He made all the kids put their hand one hand behind their back and take one piece of candy as fast as they could for five seconds and put it on the table. And whatever they put it on the table, they can keep. <laughs> this one kid was so fast; he had a ten. Ten pieces of candy is like boom, 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 boom. That's like that thing when you used to sell like the most cookies in the school freaking, uh, used to sell the most cookies in the school uh, like fundraiser and they put you in that money machine. There's just a bunch of dollar bills floating around. You got to grab them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was really, really fun. So, but, but I've noticed that. I mean, I noticed my neighborhood was so much more full than it was last year. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, last year for in particular, I mean, so much more. I think we, I think we had probably like 12, 12, 15 kids stop by all, all night last year. Halloween was six to eight last night. And, uh, man, we must've had 60, 70. Yeah. It was crazy all night. Just coming through. It was just, cra- I mean, we, we were packing up and kids were still coming through. Wow. Yeah. What, what at, time? What time? Eight o'clock, eight o'clock. Halloween technically in, in, in our zip code was six to eight. Dude, seven, six thirty-seven. Yeah, nobody, dude. Oh, really? Nobody. Oh, wow. Okay. And th- and I don't know if it was just because like it was a Monday night and mm-hmm. people didn't want to travel as far as they normally would. Because I was in a little a little community north of Phoenix called Anthem. Okay. It's like the most midwestern you can get out here. It is. Totally. And yeah. um, it's also a really unique community, but we won't get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of times people will drive up from Phoenix mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Just drop their kids off because you can hit an entire, like, a, I mean, an enormous community uh, without ever coming back to the main street. Mm-hmm. And you could make a huge loop through these houses and come out with, like, you know, three pillowcases full of candy. Well, well what, what, uh, what, what surprised me about my neighborhood is how unwhite it was. How unwhat? Unwhite. I mean, it was super ethnic. It really okay. was. And I and our neighbors, I know some of my neighbors, some of my neighbors are, are, are different races and everything, but it was really cool. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. You know, I, I got a chance to meet neighbors from way, way, way up the street. My, my, my street goes for sincerely probably about a half mile, if not all the way up. So you have to turn. Okay. So like everyone's coming down the street, they turned up the very top of the street, coming all the way down. And I was like, this is incredible meeting everybody. I'm like, where do you live? Where do you live? Where do you live? I live here. And they're like, you smoke cigars? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all my buddies and I were sitting there smoking cigars, you know, candy. And the, and the costumes were incredible too. They were really fun, man. Just I mean, from sweet little kids dressed up like little peppers, things like that. to like, this dude absolutely killed Spider-Man. It was incredible. He nailed it. It was the, the, the outfit and everything. And he even did the whole like you know like gets down like a spider, and it was perfect. It was really really good. He he nailed that game too. By the way, Dang. he had a lot of candy, uh, and it was it was like a teenager. But I was like, that's fine, dude. I mean, your, your costume sells it. Take some candy, you know what I'm saying? So usually teenagers, I'm a little hard on, but uh, it was it was you know it, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, so all, all that said, coming back to the coming back to Elon Musk, you know, uh, Arizona's grown. Okay, and so we know that Elon Elon Musk took has Twitter now and. What do you think about the celebrities saying, I'm going to leave, like they were going to leave for Canada? Like, you know, I, I, I'm going to leave now that Elon's on here. Do you think that's I mean, going to happen? I mean, what? So here's, so what if they do? You know, I don't even have a Twitter, right? Like, it, it, there's no appeal to me. I don't need to see people just. That's why it was so cheap. Spitting it's not, stuff out. You know what I mean? Not, like, it's not a main social media. Um, it's, it's an echo chamber for left leaning celebrities to, like, to get their voice heard or something like that on Twitter. Nobody nobody really posts stuff on Twitter. I barely I have a yeah. Twitter for for us at, at Zeal Team Six, you, but I don't ever use it. You you want to know why I was there was only two reasons I ever looked at getting a Twitter. Why? Number one was because if you want a company to react to something that they screwed up on, a hundred percent, dude. You send it on Twitter. Yeah, dude. And they get they so so when we got when YouTube took down our channel. Finally, our first channel, not our backup channel, the one that we have now. Best Cigar Reviews on YouTube is our channel that we have now. But we had we had Zeal Cigars at one time on YouTube. I mean, after every strike they gave us, I went right onto YouTube. I went right onto Twitter, sorry, and talked about it, and immediately we were out of jail. Like, within hours, yeah. we were out of jail. If not, it was days, and I was like, okay, you're doing this. And when I took us down, I was just like, when they finally canceled our channel completely, I literally went in and, and wrote a big, huge, scathing thing on Twitter and they were just like, sorry, man, you got three strikes. Like, That's it. Like tw- Twitter for me is like the comment section mm-hmm. on life that doesn't have a comment section for you to put stuff into. Okay. Okay. Right. Like, don't you, don't you feel like it's more of a celebrity like echo chamber, like people who, who are on there are well, more like, if, if I get on Twitter, I'm not getting on it to see what the hell you're saying. Right. I'm getting on it to see what, 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 what Bron said or yeah, what, what so-and-so know? said, right. you know, what Kanye said or anything like that. So like you're going on there to see what a celebrity says. So. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's interesting that... But see, what has more impact now? Seeing a video of that celebrity say it on TikTok or seeing their words they write on Twitter? Oh, it's all TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, yeah. Yeah, so, but I, I think that's what that's what I think Elon's doing. He's buying one of the biggest platforms to start other platforms. And I think it's a genius move. 
that's a great marketing move, if anything. You know, and then just how he cleaned house, how he fired those two engineers right away. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a baller move. That's a gangster, bro. Well, and, C- yeah. and like this, he, the CEO, CFOs, from my understanding. Yeah, and I, I can't remember how, how it went. I saw... <laughs> I like saw some guys tweet. that were making 20s of millions of dollars, like 24 million or something like that. Well, yeah. And one guy's severance was like 44 million. Jesus. And he found out to be, he fa- and Elon found a way to not pay it somehow, you know, or something like that. So the guy walked away with nothing. That's what I heard. I, I, who, who can verify anything online? Now? I mean, if his severance was 44 mil, true. dude, he wasn't walking away with nothing. Well, well sure. Yeah. But like, <laughs> maybe he didn't get the 44 mil, you know, in his severance or something like that. Or, or I don't know. But, I think I think that uh, I think Elon is a genius, uh, and I don't. And here's the thing: I don't think he's an evil genius. Genius. I think he really wants to be fair about everything. No, everything. Well, and if you look at the beginning, since his first uh, his first creation that he did with his brother, um, it's it's all been to change something or make it for the better. Right. 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 Like, right. Like his whole. You know, you look at SpaceX, you know, he created SpaceX because NASA was shutting down their programs and they weren't doing that exploration. They weren't. Did you, did you hear he can he can launch a rocket and the boosters can fall onto platforms? Oh, like yeah. He, like he, he this is Dude, what the Falcon 9 rockets real, are incredible. Real quick, real quick. Let me just say this. If you believe the government can do anything better than private industry, you are backwards. Private industry can do everything better than the government. Everything. Well, because there's can't. not there's not so much oversee. Right. There's BS. not re- yeah, regulation, regulation. Well, regulation, there's regulations, you know. but yeah, not but, not from the government, from right. the private company like NASA. You know sure, what I mean? sure. But here, so here's what's funny you say about that, right? So the government gave Boeing, I think, like two million or something way like 2 million or something more than they gave Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And it was all based on trying to create something that they could essentially haul people off the planet in. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk did it in like no time. Boeing's oh, still no. trying to figure it out. It's it, that's just a private industry. Whenever government gets involved with something, it goes slow. It's tedious. And it's usually a big waste of money. It just is outside of defense and roads. I don't think they should be involved in anything. Yeah. I, I think, really don't. I think his first company was like, 99 with his brother and it was like some sort of software company i don't remember what kind of software company it was but like the dude is the dude's a problem solver right yeah yeah and And he's a fair one yeah he's a fair one he's he's not and and he's a centrist he's he's more of an independent you know and so when when people actually you know say where do you stand politically says i think everyone should have free speech you know everyone should be able to to voice their opinion on, on the social platforms and we know that you can't do that right now. Outside of Twitter right now, you can't you can't vent whatever you think politically because it'll be censored. I posted Did you see the thing I posted? I actually stole it from somebody on Facebook where it was like it was a Bible verse and Facebook marked it as graphic warning. <laughs> it really was a dude it was a dude on horseback just like roping a cow or something like that and it had a Bible verse on it and I couldn't believe somebody else it was it was labeled graphic warning or some people will find this, you know, what's it called, triggering or whatever one call it. And I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put this on my page because I just, I can't believe how, you know, absolutely ridiculous this is. But that's what's happening more and more and more. You put something on there from now. I guarantee you, dude. If 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 it was any other religion outside of Christianity, it'll it would absolutely not have anything to do with that. Christianity currently is one of the most persecuted, if not the most persecuted, religion, and made fun of. In Hollywood, in all of America. Now, I'm not saying they don't have some right to do that because there are, there are some Christians who are, who are crazy, but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater and that kind of stuff. You know that. Everybody knows that. But yeah. when it comes to you know what what's I mean, nobody when 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 you're mad, you know you don't say Allah damn. Okay, when you're when you're mad, you don't yell out Muhammad. You know they're using they're using God's name in vain. I mean, there's a there's a whole point behind that whole thing where, you know, everyone knows. You yeah, you're not saying it. Yahweh or Jehovah. No, no you, I mean, it, 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 realistically, that that's that's the thing is that, you know, you're you're using God's name and you know you are. You know, that's the thing. So that's, but they're, they're just, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's a whole different thing. And there's a whole undercurrent of, so, you know, trying to usurp the whole church thing. So with like, um, with all of like, so so he's got a ton of, Elon Musk has a ton of companies, dude. Like he's everywhere, right? And um, he's untouchable. That's what he is. Well, so I think what really started him coming after Twitter was when he was um, being criticized for he was making 
unscientific statements, I'm using quotations, Mm -hmm. unscientific statements uh, spreading COVID-19 misinformation. And uh, he also got in trouble with the SEC um, because he tweeted that he had secured funding for a private takeover of Tesla. And uh, the SEC characterized it as false and misleading. So, like, the dude's a gangster. Like, he... He sticks it to all these people. Well, he's 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 the he's the best troll in the entire world. So like, yeah. But yeah. what um, what of his companies like is most intriguing to you, right? So I'll, I'll just go through some of them real quick. That and then I'll go through some of his like ideas that are like smaller companies that a lot of people don't maybe don't know about. So okay, like, go ahead, go ahead. So you have like Tesla, you have Solar City, mm-hmm. um, you have uh, uh. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that? The Neuralink. Um, yeah, Neuralink. Uh, he's got Neuralink. Um, he has uh, now Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been talking about making um, the VAC train, which is a Hyperloop system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have PayPal. Um, you have uh, SpaceX. You have um, uh, his boring company. Um so like out out of those like what you know for for him like what which one of those is most impressive to you? Well, it's 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 fascinating that that here's what I always think about when it comes to electric vehicles, right? Let me just let me let me just put this out there. The the internal combustion engine has been a proven proven place of market for so long in America. I mean over over well 100 over 100 years now. I mean in a way they use a combustion type engine to launch their rockets. Right, right. So uh, kind of uh, Let me let me just say this that it's been there forever and if the if the if the car companies weren't weren't using an ideology of planned obsolescence, they would make their cars better. We all know they are. Okay, that's why cars break a lot more frequently than they did back in like the 80s and 90s. They figured out if we make cars breakable, okay, they had to go back to dealerships and get absolutely raped, you know, in order to do all these things to keep the car running and everything like that. Okay, so we know that that's happening. The internal combustion and, and, and everything like that, we also know that oil is limited. Regardless of where you stand on the political spectrum, you also understand that, like, one day we will run out of oil. That's why everything okay. is full synthetic now. Right, right. It's one of the reasons. Yes. So understand that that's, 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 a, that's, a, big point. that's a big point to make. So... The federal government will never, ever solve a problem like the planetary heating issue or anything like that if it's not just cyclical and there really is overheating of the planet and everything else like that. And it's not just cyclical, but go back and look at the science on this because there does tend to be cycles. But when it comes down to it. Well, yeah, we wouldn't have had an ice age if that wasn't the case. Right, right, right. Here's my thing. If it comes down to when, when it comes down to it, Elon sees a problem. And he just solves it very easily without anybody's oversight. Yeah. Okay. Or anything else like that. The dude. I mean, to be quite frank with you, the the dude is is a genius, and he does things. He, he's the he's the kind of guy that like listens into our meaning, and he's like, I can solve that problem real quick. But he won't say anything. He'll just do it himself, and they'll come back and present it to the, to the people like, "Hey, I already got this, and I'm leaving the company. I already started another company to solve the problem you guys were talking about forever about." Okay, that's what Elon Musk does. Okay. Well, you know he only sleeps for like four to five hours a night, right? Like right. all this dude does most, is just most guys work. who are who are high high capacity guys like that don't sleep much at all. Yeah. Okay, they really don't. So I mean, you're supposed to get what six to eight hours of sleep, you know, and the average person gets like I don't know six or seven or something like that if it is. So, but I mean, I sleep. I try to sleep seven or eight hours if I can. Um, but I, there's no way. You know, there's no way I could I could go without sleep. But his mind, I think, just works so fast. You know, he might be. I mean, I know you joke about it, but like, he's he's on a different level, man. He just really is. And every in every there's way, shape, and form. There's general. There's generational. Man, it's like I was having a conversation with somebody this morning, and they said something that was really interesting, and it was. You know, we get mad and people say, like, that's not my president or, you know, that's not my governor or you mm-hmm. want to get mad at the ref because they make a bad call. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like what we don't forget is like God put those people there. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Why did God put those people there? 
is beyond us, right? Maybe it's well, not for us to figure out, right? Dude, the Bible uses a, a term called such a time as this. Right. It says it all the time. For such a time as this, yeah. this this happened for this reason. So you think you think of all the great inventors, all the great mm-hmm. minds over the time, right? You think of Aristotle, you think of Plato, you think of Socrates, mm-hmm. you think of... Um, Einstein, you know, all the Einstein, way up to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikola Tesla, mm-hmm, yeah. you think of uh, Benjamin Franklin, Alexander Graham Bell. And now we're talking about um, Elon Musk. Yeah. I He's mean, in that category. And I'm 100%. leaving out some some really, really, uh, you know, Madame Curie. You know, I'm leaving out a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and a lot of cultural people. But it's it's crazy when you think about it. Like, there are generational people that just show up every so often that are just... They're not normal people of this planet, right? I mean, they are, but it doesn't seem like it. So track with me on this. Most of us are 5,000 to 10,000 foot people, meaning we fly a plane right there in life. Like there's things that we can, we can, we can, we can fly at 5,000 and we're just doing the the daily stuff we have to do. Once in a while we can go up to 10,000 feet, you know, and kind of get a broader view of what's going on and plan for the broader view and everything like that. Most people though are reactionary. Yeah. Okay. Not many people fly at 30,000 feet and they're proactive about most of what they do. You know, Elon Musk flies at 50,000. Yeah. He, and he's proactive about how to influence the whole culture. He, he found, there's a, there's a saying, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a verse in a song and uh, he says, I found my vehicle and I haven't ran out of gas yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he found his vehicle. Mm-hmm. In his original two companies, which was the one that merged with, you know, and, and ended up becoming what, what is now PayPal. Right. And also his software company, like, he made a profit from that mm-hmm. and just filled up the tank, dude, and hit go. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that that's the, that's the beauty of what he can do and what he can be to other entrepreneurs as well. I think, I think there's other people out there like Elon and... But some of I mean, yeah, they're it, living in the desert somewhere with no opportunity. Yeah, you know, I I wonder. Well, no, I, yeah, or in the jungle somewhere, you know. Possibly, I'm not. I'm not sure. Who. I'm exaggerating, but right, right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who, but I know that at at some at some point there's going to be other, you know, Elon Musk type people. He's got a good sense of humor. Okay, he's got a great sense of humor, actually. You know, which actually adds to his ability to be trusted. As well, so and you have to be careful with that because we're harping all this praise on him right now. Uh, we don't know what mistakes he's going to make. We don't know what kind, but a kind of the kind of guy that 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 put out the the Tesla truck. Remember when the truck came out? Oh, the Cybertruck. Yeah, the yeah. Cybertruck. Remember the Cybertruck came out and he was talking about the windows are. He threw the ball at the glass and, and it broke. You know, and he goes, "Oh well, it looks like we're going to get another window." You know, you, and you know what's funny about that? What? This is going to talk to a lot about his character, and I think it's where kind of where you're going with it. If if I was working for Apple mm-hmm. and something went wrong when Steve Jobs was there during that presentation, mm-hmm. I probably would have been fired backstage that second. Sure, I would have been fired. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, I'd have been. T- I would. <clears throat> it would have been an embarrassment. He just took it in stride, like, oh well, guess we got to do better. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Where's that engineer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I I think that that's one of the things about him that's pretty endearing to the culture. I wonder what his what his main weaknesses are going to be. What do you think his weaknesses are? Man, that's tough, man. Honestly, I think I think people like that. A lot of the weaknesses themselves, right? When you have a mind like that, you're you get in your own way. Okay, and you think so far ahead. Uh, so, like the Neuralink, for example, mm-hmm. he started that in 2016, dude. Okay, people are just now accepting VR. And like hollow lenses, which are like glasses that have like HUD displays in them and stuff like that, right? He's talking about something that you can connect to your brain and put into like like an eye chip. Well, I saw Mr. Beast talk about it's uh, insane a neuro implant. Yeah, that one, once once he has it done, he, I mean, it doesn't matter what the cost is that he'll get it done, even if it's a hundred thousand dollars, because the amount of money you could make with a neuro implant, okay, is just beyond. So you know what? Get, now here, but that's also scary. I was going to ask you yeah. about that specifically. Do you that's think like that in days kind of type stuff? Yeah, man. I was going to say, does that fit? Does that fit like a revelations thing, or are we stretching Probab- on that? Probably. I mean, I, I don't know, uh, and who knows what? Here's the thing: like a lot of what this guy's doing, without like, um, like he was on he was on the Babylon Bee, 
I was going to ask yeah, you if you've he, seen anything on what his religious views are. Yeah, I, I saw him on the Babylon Bee. Now, if you don't know about the Babylon Bee, you should go check it out. It's hysterical Christian satire. These are guys who are Christians, but they don't take themselves serious, which is great, and they shouldn't because too many Christians take themselves really, really serious and not God serious enough. Um, and so as a result, I mean, these guys just make funny stuff like, you know, uh, when keto was really big, when keto yeah. first came out, they were like... Just uh, eating leavened bread. <laughs> no, no, no. no. They, they were like, uh, church changes communion wafers to bacon bits. Oh, to, geez. To, uh, Strips to, of to make, candied yeah. bacon. Right, right, right. Things like that. So, uh, and, and they put out tons of stuff all the time. And, and you could, you <laughs> One could, pork rib. Right, right. And or they, no, beef rib, right, rather. But they're they're pretty fair. I mean, they're, they obviously lean a little right, but they had the time... Remember the time when Trump stood, stood in front of the church and... He held up a Bible, and it was such a political stunt, and everybody couldn't stand it. I mean, Christians were just losing their freaking minds at the same time. And uh, I mean, it says, "It says finally we know where Trump stands, you know, on the Bible. It's good to hold in front of a building or something like that." That's oh, that's geez. what that's what they do. They they just like making fun of everybody, and so everyone's free game. Um, so, but they also do like some pro Trump stuff once in a while, and they do some pro you know other other stuff as well. So it's it's really interesting to. Yeah, what was his? What was his like? So they they talked to him about. It. He, he said he said I, I I appreciate the person Jesus Christ. I appreciate what he did. He's obviously a good teacher. He's obviously. I mean, you can go see the whole video on YouTube. Um, type in Babylon B Elon Musk, and he did a whole interview with these three guys. And they kept asking. It, it's it's really interesting because the interview is really slow because he's he he as fast as he thinks he does a really good job at slowing it down for all the regular people. Yeah, man. For some like. He does. Most people. I, I've, I've slowed down a lot, but my brain moves really fast. And so I, there's a lot of things I can relate, but like, I don't know how he stays so calm with all that going, like, cause you know what's going on in his brain. Like, well, you he's know, got, there's millions of things going on. What, uh, the speculation is that because he has FU money, you know, he can just relax and not care. Yeah, but you know? he's not just relaxing. He's freaking busting his tail still. Well, yeah, that's and he could take risks that most normal people wouldn't take. That's fair. Risk, you know, um, and so and not worry about the outcome. And most mm -hmm. of us, when we're working, we're doing things like you know, like with Zeal cigars. We're worried about the outcome. You know, we put the cigar up. Will it sell? We we did this promotion. Will it sell? Will that happen? Will that? That's all outcome oriented. Yeah, that's I think true. He, I think he's he's already got the outcome in there. He, that monkey's not on his back. Right, right. So Elon has has a. $223 billion net worth right now, according to Google. So that's right. his net worth. That's his net worth. What's so that's what he takes home at the end of the year. No, 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 no. That's, that's all his assets and everything else. Okay. Like his salary is ridiculously low. I mean, it's like it's like thirty thousand. So that's why I was yeah, that's he, why I kept telling you I didn't think he lived the bill like like a billionaire. I didn't think he well, took no, he, the paycheck that a lot like like when I like when you started talking about him going into Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like these guys are making twenty three, twenty four million dollars a year, mm -hmm. and I, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking Elon doesn't take that kind of money. Well, he doesn't need to because I mean, it's all in. It's all he can live off savings. He can live yeah. off everything else like that. He doesn't need to take a salary. So his salary is just 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 for the record, you know, if you would. So the federal government has something they can look at, you know. So it's 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 really interesting because his money's all tied up in his assets and his company yeah, and all of it you know all that stuff so he just takes a little bit and obviously he has money and everything he just sells a company he's got 4 or 5 billion dollars you know at that point they just puts in the bank and that's enough that's he's got more generational wealth that could last probably 25 generations does and he do have kids uh, i don't think I so i don't think yet. he does i don't think so yet yeah i don't think so dude um, he's, he's his stat sheet for alien is adding up dude yeah, he, he thinks – so when you were talking about you think on, on a different level and you think really fast, I think there's guys that can think that fast. I think I, I can think that fast. I think I'm pretty good on my feet. Um, but I've met some guys that far outweigh me. Yeah. And I, I think – I mean, that's probably because I'm arrogant too. I think I'm a quick-witted thinker. I, I know about but, three that are I'm, – I'm pretty unique in the way that I think, I would say. And um, I have probably two or three friends of mine – that I would consider geniuses, um, and and uh, they're incredibly genius. I don't know. They, I don't know if any of them's a genius. I think my guys, my my buddies just grind. They're really good at grinding um, for work. But I I think that um, I think what how Musk thinks and how these guys think, you know, that can do so much with like 
I mean, if 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 you put him in a here's the thing about Musk, you put him in a city and you gave him like a hundred bucks, he's the kind of guy that can turn it into a hundred thousand dollars in about a week. Yeah, yeah, and just put him in, put him anywhere in the country, he could absolutely do that. You know, now that that only in America could he do that. I don't know. I mean, he might be the kind of guy you put him anywhere in the world he could do it. You yeah, know, that's he's, really interesting. Well, that's the thing, right? Like you put him in, you drop him off in the middle of like you know the Congo. He's going to find a problem that they have. He's right. going to find a solution for it, and he's going to figure out the best way with the people in the area to make that solution happen. He's just one of those people. And then one of the, and then some company's going to come in and say, "Man, you did a really good job. Can we buy your company." See, I, and yeah. that's that's interesting, right? Like, because where where I'm really good with how I think is with mm-hmm. people. Okay. Right, like where he's really good at thinking with like huge big idea problem solving things like that right mm-hmm. um you're saying just, he, doesn't, he doesn't come along per- personable i don't th- i think he is. i think he does a good job for I being as intelligent at all but i think he does a good job for as intelligent as he is yeah because most people with that high of an iq can't hold can't be the comedic conversationalist that he can be at times right right i think also that um regular conversation is boring for him I really do. I don't think he, I don't think, I think Elon oh, was Oh, yeah, here. what the hell is he talking about freaking jet propulsion shit all day, dude? Like, what, you well, yeah, to come I mean, have a talk with you yeah. about how your coffee tastes? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he, or even like <laughs> what, what, what the meaning of life is and everything. I think he, he fully understands the meaning of life. Like, he, I think he understands, like, his purpose is to absolutely influence. To solve these problems. Yeah, influence culture in a way that. Make you the know, world a better place than you left it, essentially. Just his his way of making the world better is just a lot bigger than ours. A, a ton bigger. A, a ton bigger, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Mm. I would say... Uh, mm. it's more, yeah, I would say it's it's bigger, and, and it's bigger and it's impactful. It's, it's way more impactful. It's way more impactful like, than the impact we make. Like yeah. the the research and the stuff that he's doing for like, I mean, he's getting internet to places with the stuff. Like we just watched a Falcon 9 rocket launch mm-hmm. here in Phoenix the other night. And, uh, you and know, that, that Starlink satellite system is, is enabling people to have internet from anywhere yeah. on the freaking planet, dude. When I was in Montana, that's how we got internet. You, you hooked Starlink. up to a Starlink? Yep. Did I mean, you have to pay for it or anything? It. No. We could what? see it. Well, I mean, the, I guess the... the the base camp there did. Oh, but, uh, okay. We should use a router or whatever. But it was funny because we looked up in the sky, we could see Starlink flying over. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. If you get yeah. a clear enough sky, you'll see, um, you can catch quite a few satellites. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you look up in the sky and it's really, 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 really high up and it doesn't blink and it stays in the same pattern. It moves across the sky and you'll see a couple more come by in the same night usually. So this is something I think is really interesting because Elon Musk is, is he's starting to dab- dabble into all these things that are usually... Uh, reserved for guys who um, own it already. For example, um, Apple owns phones, Samsung owns phones, and Elon Musk started his own phone, phone company. You know, well, even his internet. Yeah, his own internet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, his his own car company. Yeah. So as a result, now his own banking company. He's see, yeah, he's seeing how how the world works, and he's like, this is just take this is too much red tape to cut through. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it quicker and faster. And I got the money to invest into it and get it done. The, the best people there and everything else like that. And usually when people, from what I understand, his personnel turnover is very low. Oh, yes. Because he gets people from places that are incredible and they're at the top of their game, gives them a better place to work with more freedom. Who doesn't want a better place to work with more freedom? Guaranteed, if, if, if you could find the, the exact same satisfaction in any other job but this one, Okay, and it paid you the same and everything else like that, but you had more freedom, you absolutely would take that job. Everybody would. Everybody would. I mean, it's just it's just a reality to it. Now, our situation is a little different because we're, you know, we, we work with people we like and stuff like that, maybe. Well, we have quite a bit of freedom. Right, and we do have a lot of freedom. That's that's true. Otherwise, we couldn't be at 3 o'clock take, taking time out of our day to do it. It's 3 o'clock? Test. Yeah. No, it's court till 3. Oh, shit. So, you know. But, but <laughs> what I am saying, though, is it's important to recognize, like, during – engaging with people on that level and why he bought Twitter and what he wants to do in culture, uh, that doesn't come around a lot. People always Especially from people with that mind. And people with that mind, typically who are at the top, are always virtue signaling what they're doing. They're like, I'm doing this for this. 
I'm doing this for this. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm and just doing it because it's yeah. He's like, what should be done? It's fun, and I knew that I could do it, and I could solve a problem really quick. And he does it, and he doesn't want a whole lot of praise or anything like that. Or but people are just watching him like crazy, you know. And they are. So here's my question. Here's my question. What happens when Elon fails and falls? Because as sure uh, as the it, sun comes up, every man does. I was going to say, in what way, though? Because, like, I mean. <sighs> let's say, let's say. Like, like, are you saying, like, how do people react to him? How does he react? How does, you know. Oh, like, we're not going to know how he reacts because he's not going to. Well, gonna I think I know him. how he's going to react. He's going to shake it off and go, well, let's fix it. Well, yeah. Because he, he, well, how many rockets not, did he not have land back on that platform before he had sh- one land on that platform? Sure. My, my whole point is, though, that, yeah. Not not him, but I think what you have is culture being influenced by him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when someone's that big of an influencer, I mean, we're not talking social media. We're just talking culture. Yeah. He's a cultural icon. And so being a cultural icon now, all of a sudden, you have responsibility to people. And then and then you don't you don't follow through with your either you don't or you, you can't or you won't. It's, so it's don't can't or won't. That's how every decision is made. You don't do it. You can't do it or you won't do it. Is it um is it uh, like what are you more concerned with like um that he could just like bomb with taking over Twitter? I'm no, I'm not. I, I'm I'm concerned with every single red blooded Republican getting behind him. That's what I'm concerned about. Why do you say that? Well, because it's it it, it just seems it seems like it, it, it's politicizing everything again. It seems like it's just you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm glad it's it's free. Don't get so me you're wrong. saying like all the all the hard rights going on to Twitter and being like, yo, thank you for giving us our our voice back. Blah sure. blah 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 blah. Sure. We support Elon sure. Musk. And I'm, we'll fund I'm, money to him. Whatever. As far as the hard left deserves to be there. I mean, that, yeah. that that's the that's the freedom of speech. And so, I, I guess I guess the thing that I'm concerned about with our culture is you got somebody who's kind of a centrist now saying, hey, you know what, the hard right's been shut out. We're gonna let them back in. And all of a sudden, you got everybody on the woke side going. This is awful. We're leaving Twitter and everything else like that. And the reality now these people are harassing us again. Yeah, and and then well then I mean it just becomes more of a divided thing at that point versus like an invitation to like really understand each other. Hopefully that's what he's going to use Twitter for. I hope that that there's a dialogue that you can have where people of opposing views can debate and talk about stuff in respectful ways without it getting viciously and nasty on there you know and if it does get that the person who's being nasty and vicious about it is kicked off for the right reasons not the wrong ones because it's just their political standing yeah you know versus i mean that's just just a reality like that i see that every every all all those conservatives are like yeah dude let's let's get behind this guy and so what if he flips on you dude he could flip on he could flip on a dime for sure yeah so like all of a sudden he flips on you and you're like uh we thought he was on our side and elon's like i'm on i'm not anybody's side yeah i'm on i'm on america's side I guess here's the thing, right? There's there's comfort in the failure. Okay. The the reason is is the comfort in the failure is knowing that the failure was his own. Sure, sure. Not somebody else's. Sure. I I don't think You know what I mean? Like the government's not coming in and saying we want you to do this with Twitter. Yeah. I and then it doesn't work. No, I don't think I don't think he thinks that way. I think right. he doesn't think in terms of failure. I think he thinks I want to fail so I know what wor- how to fix it and, and what works. Because if you try, I mean, like he, I imagine he, he functions like a computer. Well, a a dude that. like that's going to fail 30 times in one day. Right. And then fix it on the 31st try. And you're never going to see any of those 31st tries that the dude tries. You're just not going to see it because those are in the late night hours at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., 3 a.m. when he's everybody else fig- is sleeping. He's trying to figure out how do I do this better? What do I do? And he's standing in a room with an engineer banging his head on a chalkboard. Right, right, right. So I think that, I, but I think the lesson for us as guys in particular is that I, and this isn't what I heard yet. And so I'm, I'm really curious about that. What was his upbringing like? What, who believed in him? How did that transform his life? And what, what, is, what motivates him ultimately? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know he, he was originally born in South Africa. Yes. Um, I, I don't know a lot about his family. Uh, they moved to Canada when he was 17, and then um, he was able to get Canadian ship because his mom was born in Canada. Mm-hmm. And then he moved. Um, uh, he was working at, he was at Queen's University, which is in um, Canada. 
and then he was going to transfer to the university. He was going to go to Stanford, uh, but he ended up going to the University of Pennsylvania, um, where he got his bachelor's degree in um, economics and physics. And then uh, while he was in uh, California in the 90s, he was going to go to Stanford, but that's when he decided to co-find uh, Zip2 with his brother. Um, and that they did that, uh, which was a, glo- a global information linking software. So kind mm-hmm. of a way to tie the internet together, essentially. Sure. Um, and that was, that was bought by Compact. So, okay. I mean, really, if you look at it, it sounds like the, the, the biggest believer in him was himself and his brother, dude. Mm-hmm. And then Compact was the first one that, that, that really um, bought first into one, yeah. something that he was, he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, it, I think it, it may be good. Maybe he's just that, that kind of guy. I'm just curious on, you know, who believed in him and what happened and, you know, cause it wasn't Compact bought by somebody. Uh, oh man, who was oh. Comp Comp USA turned into Compact? Uh, they were probably bought by probably like HP or Toshiba or, or somebody. Like yeah. Yeah, 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 so they definitely don't. They're not around anymore, though. Right, right. I remember they were big in the yeah, 90, Compact 90s. Gateway. Yeah, yeah they yeah. all kind of disappeared. I, so, in, in that in that regard, I think when you're thinking about Elon Musk and we're trying to tie this into our lives and everything like that and, and add value to our to our you know our listeners i think the big thing you have to think through is you know um you i i first i watch somebody for a long period of time before i make a judgment on them you know which you're, you're gonna have to make a judgment on everybody just so you know that old judge not lets you be judged thing that's not what that's talking about that you shouldn't judge anybody i mean you have to you have to judge like that's good and that's bad and you just have to every day um i'm gonna do this or i'm not gonna do that so you do you run through judgments every day particularly when it comes to people you that guy's a jerk. That guy's a nice guy. That guy's whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, so my my thing with Elon though is that I just I just wonder, like, what I don't know what what uh, everything is perfect right now with him. I mean, he's doing some great things. I, I mean, from what we can see, sure, sure. I mean, for what we, what we're told when we see on social media, right? yeah. Um, I hope it continues that way. I really do. I hope that we are are cautiously optimistic about what he's doing. I don't know that it's going to last all that long. That's that's the thing. I think I think eventually he'll be because he he is a smaller fish in that sea, the social media sea that's deep with huge deep pockets. He's a little fish, you know, and he's got forty four billion he paid for the company. That's a lot of money, but is it in regards to like Bezos? You know, are Bezos, Jeff Bezos, and like YouTube, and Google—is it really that much money? Yeah, like I don't like what is like I don't know what is what is the stat on how much money YouTube brings in? I mean, I know they have like their own YouTube reward show where like every single person that's at that reward show is a millionaire on YouTube. Right, right. But Probably like, what is what is YouTube's bring home for Google? Yeah, and I, I it'd be fun if I if. If Elon Musk was here, I'd ask him a few questions. The one first thing I would ask him is, "What satisfies you the most?" Mm. Yeah, but, that what brings you what brings him satisfaction would be a really interesting question. Because is it is it the problem solving and seeing the 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 solution of that problem and the and and the things that it fixes, like, um, or or is it just uh, or or is it the fact of like he looks at it like a game and he wants to solve that puzzle. So that's the first question. The second question I would be is, what's your greatest failure, like your greatest failure you ever had in life, mm. and how did you recover from that, or did you recover from that? Yeah, that with a guy with that long of a uh, a list of of things that he's created, well, he's got to have some great ones, though, man. Dude, <laughs> he's got to have it, yeah. some bomb, com- like he's got had to have had some just bomb companies that yeah. were just like well tater tots, dude, just it, fried tater tots. <laughs> It's, it's interesting because in failure, when you fail at something, you are so open to innovation and what you can do, you know, and, and drive and, and purpose and passion. In uh, success, you're not. You're resting on your laurels. In success, you're just like, this is great. This is phenomenal. I've, I've made it. So when you succeed at something, you're able to sit back and be like, I'm good. What else do you want me to do? You know? And... But in, in failure, you have to reinvent. You have to be innovative. 
you have to absolutely think through. If you're going to continue down the path you're on, you got to continue to figure out how to do something, you know. So, uh, and that's that's important for for business people in, in particular because well, it's important for personal growth, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, if 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 you're not developing in some certain way, you have to admit that that's a failure in order to go forward. Like, I'm not, and I, it's I, a failure of you on yourself, right? Like, for for I'll just talk about my weight for a second because I've been dieting like crazy except for last night I had a lot of chocolate. Um, <laughs> But there's a point where I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm just tired of being sick and tired, dude. There's, yeah. a, there's a point where you're just like, I'm, I'm just too big, you know, and I need, to, I need to lose some weight pretty quick, you know. And so going through the keto thing and cutting out carbs and everything like that, it's, it's kind of hard, but not really. And I've seen payoffs already, you know, in the gym and everything else like that that's really been helpful for me. So, and I know, I, it's funny because I know the effort it takes to do that. And my question is, at 48, can I put in the effort I did at 25? You know, can I put in that kind of effort I had at 25? I don't have the energy that I had at 25, you know, but can I put in the same amount of effort? You know, and on some days I do, you know, three three to five days at, at the gym, I do. We'll, we'll you know? see, and that's that's where people like Elon are are really awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Because his his answer to that would probably be something like, how do you just do that differently? How do you how do you do the same effort but put the same effort in to get more out of? Yeah, he's just he's just on another level, man. Right, that's the thing. I mean, he's it's like he's you're on another level. You're older, right? And you mm-hmm. want to you can you can definitely put the same effort in, but you're not going to get the same results because no, you won't. You just you're just yeah. not. Yeah, when you when you're but there's ways to put that effort and still get the same result if you think about it the right yeah. the right way. Yeah, after 35, dude, it's it's a it's a different it's a different. I, I knew. I knew in order to get the results that I want, I knew that I had to lift differently, eat differently, and everything else like that starting at around, you know, 35 years old. Because that's when I couldn't just will myself to do anything. Well, see, and that's where we're, where you were talking about, right? A lot of us are reactional. Right, right. You right. know, somebody like him is probably sitting down and going, okay, when I hit 45, I need to change things. Yeah, yeah. Or when I start feeling this way or starting to think that I've hit this peak or this, this plateau of, mm-hmm. of maybe starting to go down then I'd change this. Right. Like, right. I'm not thinking ahead of like, okay, when I hit 40, uh, okay, butt inspection, uh, you know, this needs That's 50. done. That's this needs, well, I have to get it done early. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Okay. My grandfather had colon cancer twice. Oh, I did not. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. definitely getting the check early. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. That, that's going to be fun. They can, they can check all that anytime they want. And on that note, what do you guys think about Elon Musk? Can you please... Email us at cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts on Elon Musk and what you thought about the podcast today because it's very invaluable to us. The Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast is actually brought to you by zealcigars.com. And we're actually sitting in Zeal's warehouse filming, or not filming, we're, we're audio taping the uh, podcast, which we're supposed to be able to film by now, but we haven't been able to figure it out. But we will get there one day, guys. So uh, do, do me a favor, email us, and let us know what you thought about the podcast. And with that said, guys, We are going to get back to work because we got lots to do and very little time to do it. So with that said, we're out of here like last year. Peace. Yes.